No, like takes the food, like if we're having steak, takes it off my table and gives it to the dog. Uh, yeah, that's a big, they say whenever you start doing that, it's over. Okay, well, I have two other dogs that have never eaten human food. Mm. Like I am such a stiffler on not feeding dogs human food because again, who do you think is taking the dog out to do its business? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I am your co-host, Erica Spira. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got another great episode for you guys this week. Thank you so much for emailing us your questions. If you want to email us something to talk about on the show, please send us a note at what's up cuz pod at gmail.com that's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com so as always we start with a little bit of an update so what is new with you lisa well my update this week is that um we had to send our beautiful dog duke back to training um he wasn't doing anything that was bad bad but he started to pick up on some bad habits Mm. thanks to i have to say my son buddy really yeah it's definitely all his fault. Well, I was gonna say Sophia left, Sophia and you said left. she took care of the dog. She did a lot, mm-hmm. like brushed his teeth and everything. Oh yes, she did it all. So she's been gone for what, little over a month? She's been gone for a month and a half now, mm. and uh, so my son Buddy kind of took over the responsibilities, and he started teaching him some pretty bad habits. Really? Yeah, like to the point that you know. So so the first thing, for example, let's just say. Like he, when he would walk in, he'd want the dog to jump on his chest. Like you know, he would go up, up Duke, up, because he wants his front paws to come up on his chest. Yeah, almost like And he's I said him? to him, I said, yeah, like he wanted to hug him. Yeah. I said, but why are you teaching him to jump on people? Hmm. He goes, no, I'm just jumping on me. You know, he's only going to do it to me. I said, you know what, buddy? I said, he's going to start doing it on you, and then he's going to start doing it on somebody else, mm-hmm. and then somebody else. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happened in six weeks, Erica? He jumping started on jumping on. Not only my son, but my husband, Mm. myself. The other morning, my husband had a cup of coffee in his hand. And Duke got so excited to see him that he jumped right on top of him. The coffee went flying everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's crazy because we love him. He's such a great, lovable dog. Right. It sounds like he's loving. He's excited to see you. We can't forget he's only a year old. And he gets so excited when he sees us that he's not doing it maliciously. He's not doing it. You know, because he's, you know, violent or, you know, wants to hurt us. He's doing it because he's so excited to see us. But he doesn't realize that, you know, he's a hundred pound dog. Yeah. I was like, he's a dog. He takes <laughs> he takes me down. I yeah. can tell you that much. He uh-huh. takes me down. And it's also the first big dog you guys have ever exactly. had. Exactly. So it's so easy to look at him and you're like, exactly. yeah, no, that's not a baby. Yeah. But it is. So, okay. So that my son taught him. Then you have my husband. Oh, no. Who started feeding him off my kitchen table. <gasps> no. Like Even the dog the, food food? No, no. Like human food. But like from his own plate or like makes a plate for Duke, puts it on the table? No, like takes the food. Like if we're having steak, takes it off my table and gives it to the dog. Uh, yeah. That's a big... They say whenever you start doing that, it's over. Okay. Well, I have two other dogs that have never eaten human food. Mm. Like I am such a stiffler. Yeah. On not feeding dogs human food. Because again, who do you think is taking the dog out to do its business? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me. <laughs> who do you think is wiping the dog's ass uh-huh. if they have... You know, runny. 
runny crap. Mm-hmm. Me, mm-hmm. nobody else. Mm-hmm. And if you think <laughs> that I'm going to let that dog in my house after seeing that without wiping them down, mm-hmm. come on, man. I had four kids. Yeah. I don't wipe asses anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, so there you have my husband feeding him table food. So guess what Duke likes to do now when people are eating? Go right Bag. up to the table and sniff around. Mm-hmm. And I skied that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you go to place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so between that, between that, and then between. So another thing Duke used to do when he gets overly excited is he clenches, like he claps his teeth. And again, wow. not because he's doing it because he's biting you. That's just his way of showing excitement. Yeah. And he was ripping my shirts. He was oh. ripping my son's shirts. It got to the point that if my son came home from school and the dog heard him because he knew. my Definitely Buddy and Sophia are definitely his favorite. Mm-hmm. When he knew them, they were coming home, he would literally, my son would run through the door in, one, in my garage door and run through my kitchen door outside just to take him outside and lock him out because he would attack him. Really? But attack him in a way of like jumping on him, excited yeah, to see him. Like right. he would have happy tinkles, which aggravated the crap out oh of me. Oh my gosh, happy tinkles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I'd lose it. So I got to the point that I'm like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done. But as done as I am, I feel so bad that I had to send them back to the trainer. Yeah. Because I know that whatever he's doing, is he's doing it out of excitement. Right. Because he only does it to us. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do it to anyone else. But it's getting to the dangerous level now because like I said like if he jumps on me you know I'm not that big like he takes me right down mm-hmm. and I don't want no broken bones like <laughs> I, my poor cousin has a, a big dog and she went to take him for a walk and he started pulling her he broke uh, her yeah. and he broke her wrist I don't yeah I'm not I don't doubt it they're strong yeah they're strong that's the that's the downside of a big dog is like if you're on a walk and they take off yeah and if you don't hold on to the leash you're gonna lose them exactly or if you do i've known many people to be like i got dragged by my dog yeah so Crazy. so it was time to send him back for um extra training mm-hmm. and uh it's funny because um the trainer just texted me telling me how well he's doing and how okay. he loves his kids which again i knew all this because he's so good especially with carlo carlo is a squeezer mm-hmm. so carlo will go up to duke and literally lay on top of him and squeeze his face and Aww. duke loves Every minute of it. Oh, that's cute. So, you know, I felt bad leaving him because it's like for three weeks. But I know in the long run, it's going to be better off. And I warned my son already that if he comes home and he starts teaching him bed habits again, the next person that's going to go out for training is going to be him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's funny. I used to babysit like my old boss's dog. And it was a dog that they got immediately sent it to whatever trainer, blah, blah, blah. And it was one of the first times I've ever been around a dog and like eating Mm -hmm. and would never bother you. Would never be like sniffing around for a bite or a taste because they never, they never fed it. Well, that's how it should be. When we first got Duke from the Mm -hmm. trainer, we would put him in his place and he wouldn't move. Yep. But the minute you feed them something off the the table, Mm -hmm. just one time, Mm -hmm. that's it. Everything's gone. Yeah, because I would watch him along with other people and apparently someone fed him like a piece of a cucumber yeah like, not even something like appetizing yeah and yeah and i then the you know owner came back she was very like you cannot feed the dog human food. No. and i was like i didn't she's like someone did because now it's begging yeah. it's around it's sniffing around yep so that's it's always interesting 
It is. So yeah, Duke's away for uh, military training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back better than ever. It's so funny though, because when people come over, like people he doesn't know, he he his bark is really scary. Well, yeah, it was like he still does that to me at first. Yeah. He makes that loud bark and someone has to be like, it's okay. Yeah. And he chills. You're like, okay. Yeah. Thank God. But he, I'm always like, don't move. <laughs> he's definitely very protective of us. Oh, I don't doubt that. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's get, uh, we have a couple of emails we can get to today. So thank you guys so much for emailing us. If you want to send us a note, it's what's up cause pod at gmail.com. That's what's up cause P O D at gmail.com. All, All right. right. What do we got today? So let's see. First question is called business with friends. Mm-hmm. Hi, Lisa and Erica. My name is Shana and I'm 22 years old living in San Diego, California. I've been watching Cake Boss since I was 12. It was one of the most exciting and most memorable moments of my life when I got to meet you and your wonderful family at Buddy V's fifth anniversary celebration in Las Vegas. Wow. Yeah. That Big fan. Three years ago. How long? How long? Three. Okay. Uh, given you have plenty of experience doing business with family, my question to you is, do you have any insights or words of wisdom in regards to going into business with close friends? For the last few years, I've been working with my best friend and I've noticed that our business relationship has affected our friendship and it's been hard to balance that dynamic. I am worried that we will lose our friendship by over-prioritizing small business matters and wondering if we should only be friends going forward. What do you think? Thank you, Shayna. Well, that's easy. Don't ever go into business with family and friends. <laughs> family or friends, you mean? Family or friends, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, you have to understand that when you go into business with family and friends, and I'm talking starting a new business. You, right. you, uh, we're a different situation. Our family business has been established from generations of family. Mm-hmm. So, so you can't really compare. I'm talking about starting a new business with a family member or a friend. Don't do it because it is going to ruin a friendship and it is going to ruin, you know, relationship with family. Mm. No matter what, you could say that you're the best of friends. You could say that you're going to get along forever. We are individuals and individuals have their own opinion. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Doesn't mean you're right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean I'm right or wrong. When, one individual has one opinion in the way they want to do things, and another one has another opinion. Doesn't mean that the way they want to run things are the right or the wrong way. But when you're trying to intermingle the two and you can't come to a compromise, that's when the problems start. Mm-hmm. And once the problems start, it's like little problems, little problems, little problems, and then you have the icing on the cake. Then you have the stupid little problems that really shouldn't bother you, but because all the hundred other little problems Mm -hmm. bothered you, you're not getting along anymore. Mm -hmm. And it does. It ruins a relationship. So if you have no choice but to go into business with a family member or a friend, no matter how close you are, I would definitely sign papers Mm -hmm. um, because... For ownership, you mean. For ownership, because you never know what the future brings, Mm -hmm. no matter how close you are now. But my suggestion would be is try to do it on your own. Try to do it on your own because if you really love that person that's your friend or that family member, you want to keep business and pleasure separate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is tough. It is tough even if it's like not something that is your, you know, dependent of income. 
it's one thing like yeah. if you're like oh i run this side thing like say it's just like i don't know so there's like what um i want to say state fair that's not correct farmers markets right where there are people that they like make say they bake things or make whatever that you just sell at the farmers market every mm-hmm. saturday it's like it could be something as simple as that that you just do with your friend and you both have your own full-time jobs exactly but it's hard because business is hard and work is work and even with like think of i think of any relationships i've had with people that were just through work and how you are like somewhat friends it always was like very rare that you really became really close friends yeah. because you still had this work dynamic every day exactly when you were together so it is very tough uh and i've you know run stuff with friends and it has like gone well thank god but there has been times where i i remember both of us feeling like we don't feel like we're friends anymore like the only time we see each other and hang out and do stuff is working on our project or our business. It becomes a business relationship. It does. And the only thing I'd say that's a piece of advice to keep the friendship alive is you do have to like try and schedule just doing stuff that has nothing to do with business. But it's very hard. But it's very hard. It's very hard. You know, and and again, I'm talking if you're just starting to start a business yeah. with a friend or family member. Not saying when when you're when you grow up in a family business, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Those are very successful because you've learned each other's personalities. Blood is thicker than water. You learn to work problems out because you could fight with your sister, your brother, your your uncle, your aunt, but you're still family in the long yeah. run. Mm-hmm. So so that's a that, it's a completely different business. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, talking definitely. businesses starting from the beginning from scratch yeah it's very tough yeah and one thing that's very tough it's like i think about it too of like living with friends if you have a friend that's a roommate if your roommate is your close friend and they're short on the rent one month it's harder to like be mad or like really hold them accountable for it Mm -hmm. as opposed to someone you aren't that close with yeah like you're more likely to give them say 10 chances and someone else you might only give two chances exactly like i gave you two chances you're late again you got to move out. I'm getting another roommate. Exactly. That's very hard to say to someone that you love and are close with. So it's the same with business of if someone's messing up, very hard to bring it to attention. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because so my daughter has a best friend that she's been best friends with for many years. And um, we love her. She's been around for so many years and she's a great girl. Her and my daughter get along great. But it's funny because they're at the same college and they I think both know that even though they're the best of friends they can't room together yeah I have friends like that you know Mm -hmm. and they love each other Mm -hmm. and I love their relationship I love the two of them you know I love her friend but I love the fact that they know that as much as they love each other they cannot room together oh absolutely you know I I, I love that I love that they're mature enough to know that but they're Mm -hmm. still the best of friends yeah because there's something else with living with friends if sometimes you're too comfortable yeah and you like almost forget about your own bad habits mm-hmm. you know so it's like it's like you have to be on your best behavior a little bit the first couple of months yeah now i have like yeah my be- my best friend growing up same exact thing uh well there's two of them one of them i'm like i could live with you the other one i'm like no <laughs> like, yeah, and it doesn't like, mean i love her any less i'm just like oh we're, our living styles are just not gonna work no it's like a love-hate relationship mm-hmm. and you know who you could live with and you know who you can't like i feel like you have to live with someone that's completely opposite than you mm-hmm. because if you have two people with the same personality and the same you know structure the same thing that's when you know catastrophes happen oh yeah always but yeah, that goes with business too, though. Mm-hmm. That goes with total business too. So my my opinion is, if you 
don't have to do a business with someone that you cherish a friendship or a family member with, try not to, you know? Yeah, especially like if you're in very early stages and you already feel this like losing the friendship. I feel like that's all you have to say. Yeah, Let's just no, say, you exactly. know what? It's not that I don't like working with you, but I just feel like our friendship isn't existing anymore. And I miss our friendship. Yeah. I value that more than this business. And that would mean more to me than anything else. Right. Because you know what? They might be feeling it too. Exactly. You never know. Yeah. So. But so true. Thank you for emailing. Uh, good luck. Email us if there's an update. Uh, and if anyone else wants to send us a question, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. Anyway, thank you guys for listening this week. If you want to leave us a review, uh, you could do so on iTunes. It really helps us out. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Till next time, guys. Bye. Bye.